Welcome to Show Up and Be Seen with Jen Pillipow, a podcast for highly sensitive online entrepreneurs, the coaches, healers, and creators that want to make a difference in this world. Show Up and Be Seen is about thriving with the gifts, talents, and strengths being highly sensitive brings while reducing unhealed tendencies like comparison, imposter syndrome, being hard on yourself, and more. I want to support you in creating an aligned, authentic, and sustainable business because we need more highly sensitive people just like you thriving in their lives and business. Thank you for joining me today as we talk about self-sabotaging your business. This is a perfect episode for anyone that is struggling in their business and they're not sure why, or if they feel that they're in denial about their sabotaging, or if they don't really understand what that all means. So I want to start off first by saying when I say self-sabotage, what I'm really referring to is self-protection. Your subconscious is getting cues from your body that it's unsafe and that it needs to protect you. So then it comes along and does things outside of your conscious awareness that keeps you at the setting that you feel safest at. So if you're doing something new and scary, and really any growth is new and scary for your brain and your body, and you go out and you do it too soon, too fast, too much, then your body can be sent into a panic where it can't regulate and it can't keep up and then it creates tunnel vision and blind spots and this is where we get into trouble because it doesn't feel safe because maybe there's some programming that tells you it's not safe and then your subconscious comes along and takes over and protects you by making you do things that you're not even consciously aware of. This is why identifying self-sabotage in your business is so difficult because you're doing it mostly unconsciously. So let's just say you start a business and your brain tells you to do all these strategies that you've never done before, like talk to these people, start a podcast, do lives on Instagram, work with clients, make a program. And so your body may get overwhelmed. Your breath might get short, your muscles might tense, you clench your jaw, and your body starts to alert your subconscious that, hey, something unsafe is happening. And then the subconscious may come in and start self-protecting. Now here's the weird circle. It's the body started to feel unsafe because maybe the new actions that you're taking and those new actions maybe brought up some old subconscious beliefs. So whatever thoughts those are for you, maybe something like people might disagree with me. People might not um, like what I'm doing. They might think I'm a know-it-all. Or they might think I'm an imposter. They, people might get mad. Or maybe this will be really successful and then I'll get burned out and I won't be able to handle it. Or maybe I'll fail and I'll have to declare bankruptcy. Or maybe I'm not good enough and other people are just better at this. And, and there will be like all these doom and gloom thoughts. And if those thoughts are coming up, what feelings do you think they're going to create in your body? Probably a whole bunch of fear, right? And fear is constricting. So your muscles tighten, your vision narrows, you're not thinking clearly or creatively. And then this sends a message to your body that it needs to prepare itself for either a fight or a flight or a freeze. And whatever your default is, mine is mostly freeze, that's where you'll go. 
and it's a fight, flight, or freeze against your business. So all of a sudden, your body is sending the message that the business is the enemy to your subconscious mind, and your subconscious mind loves you so much and wants nothing but to protect you, says, no problem, I've got this. And then all of a sudden you get sick and you can't show up to the networking event or to the workshop or for your clients, or you get stalled out on creating your program, or you start to have technical issues or something trips you up that looks like you have no control over and it isn't your fault. This is why it's so hard to pinpoint sabotage in your business and it can take years because it's so subconsciously driven. Your conscious mind will need proof and years to recognize, okay, yes, this is definitely a pattern of circumstances or a pattern of behavior. I can no longer write this off as a coincidence. But if you don't want to wait years to wait for patterns to appear or to convince your conscious mind, there are some telltale signs of self-sabotage that you can look for. So things like frequently getting sick. If working in your business puts your body in a fight, flight, freeze response, you'll be way more susceptible to colds and headaches. I went through a period of probably two years with a migraine a month. It can lead to burnout. It can feel like you're just run down all the time and your immune system definitely gets affected by what's happening with your physical body. Another sign is that you have lots of starts and stops and you lose momentum. Um, you might have a lot of distractions, like instead of working, you end up doing laundry or organizing the pantry or decluttering an old closet. You might just end up eating. If you notice old coping mechanisms starting to come up, this is a sign that you're needing coping, right? Something is in you is needing something. So maybe drinking more to unwind, maybe needing more coffee to wake up and get going, maybe overeating to avoid emotion eating more comfort foods, shopping more, getting obsessed with the latest technology but then never really using it, kind of just looking at instances in your life where you have a distraction that you can use to take you away from your business, but it doesn't seem like it's your fault. And these all, all of these things, they seem out of your control or even coincidental, but they can be a sign that you're sabotaging your business. And if we're not in the practice of acknowledging and exploring our emotions, then they're just going to come out in subconscious ways. Our bodies are always trying to talk to us and get information to us. So self-sabotage can feel like things just keep happening out of your control that disrupt your business, your flow, your momentum that you think you have no part of. And another big one is negative self-talk. If you're telling yourself stories like, no one will like what you're doing or people will be mad or you could get sued or if you're putting pressure on yourself to make money, these will all create a narrative that will put your body into a state that will alert your subconscious mind to step in, protect you, and it will do it in crazy strange ways. So this is where we have an opportunity to bring our own empowerment back and not fall into a victim story. Because when our subconscious steps in, it steps in with maladaptive beliefs that don't make a lot of sense and it's not helpful to our adult self who's trying to start a business. So how we get our power back is by understanding and bringing awareness to what we're doing so that we can choose a more helpful way to keep the body safe and make progress at the same time. 
So what you might want to do instead is really work on raising your self-awareness so that you can recognize when you start getting into a dysregulated state that will start to bring up this self-protection and kind of interrupt it. And there's a couple of ways to do this, but overall it probably just means going slower. And this is why it can be a really wise choice to have another job that you rely on for income and and then you just keep your business on the side so there's not so much pressure on you that A, you have to make money or B, that it's all that you're doing so you just throw yourself into the deep end. It can actually be a blessing to have it so that you can only work on it a couple hours a day or a week because then you can't go too fast and you can monitor your body and how it feels and give yourself space to create and regulate. And it's probably worth saying actually that the other job does need to be a good environment where you already feel like you're pretty good at it, doesn't take a lot of energy to show up. It would definitely not be wise if you were working in a toxic environment that kicked up your fight or flight energies. That would definitely not help you in continuing to make your business on the side. So I'm going to share with you one way that we can work with our mindset after this quick break. Are you a highly sensitive coach, healer, or creative and trying to grow your business but feel stuck? Do you find yourself comparing yourself to other people and you feel like you're failing and you'll never catch up and then you're really hard on yourself? Your mindset is so much more important than your marketing or your strategy because without a mindset that's working for you, no strategy can keep you going. Curious which mindset is holding you back? Take my quiz to find out. Link in the show notes. Now let's get back to the show. All right, so one way to work with your body and your subconscious is to go slower, and the other way is to continuously work on your mindset and raising that self-awareness. Just want you to imagine for a moment how different it would be for you if your thoughts were supportive. Like when you're making something, imagining the people that would love to receive it and how grateful they would be to hear your information. Or allowing yourself to enjoy creating something from your soul and with how that feels in your body or how satisfying it is to hit publish on something that you made and allowing yourself to pause and celebrate those little moments and be proud of your growth. All of these thoughts and ideas elicit a very different feeling in the body. Your muscles might relax, your jaw might relax, your eyes may let go, you get more oxygen flow throughout your body, maybe you even smile a little, (laughs) you get more creative, and then your subconscious doesn't need to step in and protect you because you're taking care of yourself in the process. I do wanna add a little caveat to this one. Um, If your brain just doesn't believe any of those statements, this will not be useful for you. So remember, I talked about this in another episode, but we need realistic self-talk. So if flipping to these very positive things just feels totally out of reach and it's being rejected by your brain, we just need to find something that's a little bit more neutral to work with that gets you out of the, the negative thoughts, but gets you into something that you actually do believe. And of course, I always recommend hypnotherapy to get to the root of the beliefs and then work in those new realistic thoughts or positive thoughts at that suggestive level of your brain where it's just so much more easily adapted. So I was thinking back to my first few years in business and how I was definitely sabotaging, (laughs) but never would have called it that. I just kept thinking, so weird how I keep getting sick. 
and or my baby keeps getting sick at really inconvenient times or the nanny will get sick or the nanny will quit oh my god there is so many childcare issues in those early years and i just explained it away with it this is just normal babies get sick a lot they're building their immune system but then it kept happening as he got older and the other irrational subconscious thought that i kept having was that maybe i just shouldn't be doing this maybe these are signs really mistaking the negative self-talk and the limiting subconscious beliefs as intuition. That is a big deal. I just had this fear, this irrational fear that I was wasting my time, which is, you know, using my time wisely is a core value of mine. So that was a big deal. Even though deep down, I know I'm an entrepreneur. I've always wanted my own business. I remember being a little kid and having a lemonade stand, wanting to open like a babysitting business. When I got older and I was a server, I treated my section as like my own little restaurant. I've always wanted to do this, but I constantly had this onslaught of this dueling voice saying that I should quit. I'm not good enough. Things don't work out for me. I'm just wasting time and money. But that deep, deep knowing, that was my intuition. That was the quiet voice saying, keep going. And the way that I kept going was I was just propelled by the desire and the curiosity and just wanting to understand myself better, wanting to heal what was coming up to be healed. And slowly after years, that quiet inner voice finally got louder than the fear voice. And I got some discernment. I recognized it was a fear voice and it wasn't intuition. But this doesn't have to take years. I don't want to scare you. <laughs> I mean, really, what took the longest for me was having the awareness that I was self-sabotaging. And awareness is everything. Awareness gives you a choice so that you can exit the victim story. I also just want to make a specific point for people who are highly sensitive and if you're really aware of other people's perspectives, I mean, this can add a whole other layer of fear that you'll hurt somebody either with what you say or with what you do. And this was a really big hurdle for me. I was so afraid of unintentionally hurting someone or just not helping them with what they came in for. And this kept me from working for almost two years. I got trained in hypnotherapy and then I started learning about trauma and the nervous system. And this was after my hypnotherapy had ended and I had been practicing. And this scared me so much that I stopped seeing clients. I just thought it's not safe. And this time coincided with COVID. So it didn't look like I was sabotaging myself, but I definitely was. The way that my mind was self-protecting is telling me that I didn't know enough. I wasn't good enough and I wasn't going to be able to keep people safe. So this took so much inner work, but I also learned Reiki and um, got more in touch with my spiritual side, or you might say your intuition, and learned more about the nervous system, learned more about trauma, and decided it was time to start working with clients again. And initially, this was still really scary, and I was very cautious. This took me quite some time to unravel. And I feel like that's that's a layer deeper than another layer of course i go to the deepest layer first i can't help it i'm a scorpio <laughs> but there is another layer above that which is 
And I feel like this is really common with other coaches and that's taking too much responsibility for their clients' results and taking ownership for their clients' overall experience. When really our job is to show up and do what we do to the best that we can and it's up to the client to take what they need and keep going forward on their journey. We don't have any control of it. And I mean, gosh, there's so much that goes into somebody's healing, right? I know for myself over the last few years, it's been... um, a lot of uncovering of subconscious beliefs, a lot of understanding of generational stories, a lot of understanding about my nervous system. And especially when a big chunk of what goes into healing is subconscious, so we don't even know, the client doesn't even know. And also the client can't tell us everything, don't always tell us everything, and not always on purpose. It's just they tell us what's top of mind for them at that time and they might leave out some things. So we can't be responsible for results. And if you are someone that bases their worthiness on the success of their clients, this is going to be a big problem. You can quickly feel like you're not good enough, that something is wrong with you, maybe you shouldn't be doing it. It can bring up a lot of fear and questioning. And then your body is going to feel all that fear. And then your subconscious mind is going to come in to protect you And then all of a sudden you have broken links and your clients can't book with you. So you can see how crucial it is to have an awareness of your mind, your thoughts, your body while you're working in your business. If you start to notice that you're tensing up or your breath is getting short, if you feel agitated or you have a desire to distract, these are red flags and you need to calibrate yourself. And you've heard me talk about this so many times. Go out in nature, go for a walk, dance, listen to a meditation, do your hobby. That's such a tool for getting back into your creativity. You know, it's um, listen to a meditation, have a nap. I know it's not possible for everyone, but even a five minute eyes closed lie down can be such a great reset. You can stretch so you can move the energy around. You can tell your body, hey, if I were in danger, would I be doing relaxing hip circles right now? (laughs) No. Hip circles are so good. There's something about, I'd say, especially for highly sensitive souls, getting into the lower quadrants of the body with the creativity center being in the lower part of your chakra system. It's so powerful. Just get up and do some hip circles. See how it feels send your body the message send your mind the message it's okay you're safe and if you're interested in the deeper work the subconscious work it's understanding where those limiting beliefs that maybe you don't even know that you have because they're buried so deep but your body is still reacting to them if you can start to bring an awareness to what those are you can start recognizing them And then with hypnotherapy, you can write a new pathway. And this is how you can support yourself. If you really want to have a business and you're really tired of sabotaging all your efforts, because you can be in that self-sabotage loop for years. It is so normal to start a business and have it bring up all this stuff. And this is your opportunity to work on it. Because if you quit your business, that unhealed stuff will still be there and it will have to find another outlet. So really, this is your call and this is your time because the world needs what you'll create. No one else can create it. No one else has your experience, your thoughts, your creativity, the way you see the world. We need you to do what only you can do. 
So I hope I've given you some things to think about. And if you do feel like maybe you are sabotaging, the next steps I would recommend is go back and listen to some of my podcast episodes. Follow me on Instagram where I do lots of short videos about self-sabotage and how to move forward so that you can start to bring an awareness to what's happening. You know, the faster that you can name it, the faster you can work through it. And if you're ready to take the leap, sign up for my group online course, Show Up and Be Seen, where you can join other business owners who are tired of sabotaging. They're ready to show up and we can work on this together. That's it for today. Until next time. Bye for now. Thank you for joining me today. If you enjoyed this podcast, one way to support me is to subscribe and leave a review because this will help more people find my work. If you're interested in the show up and be seen group online program, head over to the show notes or visit my Instagram page for the link to receive more information. This podcast is recorded in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan on Treaty 6 territory, the traditional land of the Cree people and the homeland of the Métis Nation. If you're not sure whose land you're on, I invite you to get curious by visiting native-land.ca.